Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 143 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast. Tonight, oh snap, new Pokemon Snap details. Uh, Balan Wonderworld gets a demo release date. Re-Reckoning is releasing on Switch. Well done, Brant. More January Game Pass titles. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 has had a Bloomberg article update, and Brant has very kindly posted a summary of that, so we don't have to go through the whole thing. Itagaki has a new studio, and that's all the news. We're cutting the last bit because Brant shot me down. He's all high and mighty with his uh, news building. He's like, I said, Brant, I added a a couple news stories. He's like, nope, we don't need that one. All right, then. That's fine. News editor, Brant. That's what happens when you go against your news editor. I'm, of course, Richard Bergman, joined tonight by news editor Brant McKee. Welcome, Brant. Thank you for building news. You're welcome. And Cesar Concepcion II. Welcome, Cesar. Noted uh, uh, first-person shooter fan, Cesar Concepcion II. Uh, that is a he fact. Says, he, yeah, and he, he says, fuck beat-em-ups. He hates those games. I sat there and spent $100 on Trails games, but first-person shooters is my most played kind of genre. It's your preferred genre. <laughs> <laughs> I won't spend $100 on first-person shooters, but no. Uh, Somehow that's my most played one. The as RPG at, banner is a lie. As I look at the as my download list on PS3 earlier, as I have every form of Crisis and other first-person shooters on there digitally, I was like, oh, okay, that's probably why. So did you fire it up? I saw you on the PS3 earlier. Are you having to go through the store like like they were saying we had to? Um, the store is buggy shit. Um, so I, like I I literally just go through my download list because I yeah, mean I, there's I mean there's I mean most of the stuff in the store has been delisted so like i i got every version of marvel versus capcom on i mean i can play marvel versus capcom one two and three on that ps3 i have and you can't really do that in most places so right so i mean i it's but it's sitting in my download list it's still there so my download list is laggy as hell and i know you got way more shit in yours than mine got 3500 things in my download list Jeez. is it still slow as christmas like when you're trying to you scroll and then you just wait for it it is nothing like compared to the playstation store i promise you that sir I don't even notice the lag. I'm like, PlayStation Store lag is so bad that sometimes my PS3 crashes and it starts back up. It's like, yeah. you want to submit this report? And I'm like, sure. Slow-ass store. I'm like, everything yep. else is fast, but... I'll look for Sly Cooper, and by the time I'm starting to spell out that thing, I'll be like, S, L... Why? I'll get the beeps of death. And restart, since like, you had an error. And I'm like, yeah, because your store just froze on me. It's not my fault. It's yours. But yeah, I don't really go in the store that often because I don't think there's like much to buy. I think the only thing I haven't bought is like Grandia Three. Uh, I need to buy before they take that off the store at some point. So I'd like to have digital copies of those those harder to find trilogy collections, just because. Like I got the the Jack one when it was on sale, but like Sly Cooper and Ratchet and Clank, I never see them pop up on sale ever. So it's like uh, I got the used to get. We used to get up, you know, it used to be get included in the store update, and then you could just go on the PlayStation Store and search like who Sly Collection and see what the price was, but they took that out. So, uh, I I went when I went through it, I have all those. I have the Sly digitally, I have Ratchet digitally, and then um, and Jack. I found out the the Sly Cooper game that I don't have on my list of the the one I didn't play on that list, the missing one, is, is that uh the Bentley backpack or Bentley hackpack mini games. Seriously? Yeah. Apparently that counts as a Sly Cooper franchise. I was sitting there like, why is there six of these? And I was trying to figure it out. Remember, because I only played five or six, and I think that's the sixth one I haven't played. So Were those PS3 add-ons? Uh, that was, I think, came with the the Time one, the new one. 
It was like a uh, additional game that came with it or some shit like that. Do we have access to that now, or is it lost to the wind? It is lost to the wind. Like at least uh, hack pack. I sat there. Sly. <laughs> it's pretty close. No, yeah, not bad, right? It's pretty damn good. He might have single-handedly killed my playthrough before. <laughs> One of was that boss. The boss battles are so cheap on that first Sly Cooper man. That it's first, just, that first game fuck. was so good though. That story was great. It's yeah. good. <laughs> I need to get back to it. I, I'm at that second boss, man. I don't even know what to do with him. It's going to be a matter of like looking at a fact to try to figure out how to beat this fucker. Yeah. He's got mirrors and stuff, so I'm like, okay, whatever. One hit kill. That's fine. I have no horseshoes on my back. It's like, whatever. Yeah, don't feel bad. It's like I had to sit there and find uh, some guy somewhere to go through Devil May Cry. I'm like sitting there like, man, this game does not age well as I'm sitting here like getting my ass handed to me from some yeah. kind of demon cow, uh, cow with scissors. And I'm like, I don't fucking get it. I'm like, and I sit there like, oh, if you just dodge and just do upward attacks. I'm like, I'm just basically just spam button hit, just button mash, and I get through it. I was like, okay, I've been doing that all my life. I'll send her trying to play with some finesse, but <laughs> fucking button mash my way through it. And I was like, all right. Capcom, you know, they were one of the Japanese studios that like struggled with the HD era, and their their output definitely diminished in like the PS3 360 era. But there's some there's some wacky experimental PS2 games in that era, even uh like the GameCube five or whatever they called them that. One got canceled and the other three got ported. That kind of stuff. We got some. We got some wild experiments with that era of Capcom. I feel like I, that's what's most memorable about, the, about that generation. And I'm sure everyone, like people older than us, they're like the NES had the most experimental games. I'm sure, like whatever you grew up with, that what that was kind of that mindset. But it seems like we just got such a variety in each each one of those platforms. It's not like today. Each one of those platforms gave you like a very distinct experience across those three across those three game systems. There, I mean, exclusives are still out there, but it doesn't seem as varied as it used to be. You guys are staring at me like I'm bugging out. No, you're good. We're just staring at you just to fuck with you. Oh, that works. Yeah, I'll accept this. <laughs> I that... caused the technical issues earlier. Sorry, just... two of our viewers, and now I'm I'm paying the consequences. Now you're just uh. Overzealous now at this point. Overcompensating. For well, my, you put it, you put it that way. For my, for my technical <laughs> issues. You All said right, it, uh, not me. We rambled long enough. Oh snap! New Pokemon Snap details. Where did this come from? The Verge. Got to snap them all. Great title. That was a great lead. Taylor date. Taylor Lyles. New Pokemon Snap, a sequel to the 1999 N64 classic that tasks you with taking pictures of Pokemon. They put Pokemon in lowercase for some reason. I don't know that I've ever seen that. It's is coming to Nintendo be. Switch on April 30th. <laughs> Nintendo announced today in a new trailer. Uh, gameplay remains similar to its predecessor. And 2021 is a big year for Pokemon as the series celebrates its 25th anniversary. Yesterday, the Pokemon Company International announced it was launching a series of musical events and collaborating with pop singer Katy Perry, along with other rising artists to award-winning global superstars to celebrate the franchise's major milestone. Yay. I can't believe it's 25 years since I started playing Red on Christmas Day. Yeah, we're in there, man. We're, we're fucking old. I guess it has been. I mean, I'm, I'm fucking older than Mario, so can't beat that shit. Ugh. I'm two years older than Mario. Brant's younger than Wario. 
Yeah, he's older than Waluigi. <laughs> Waluigi. <laughs> older than Waluigi. That's all. I'm... <laughs> Brent, just go. write that down that's on any sort of like identification and all that. Anything. Whenever it asks for like your birth date and stuff like that, you're just like, I'm older than Waluigi. Than... Yep. <laughs> older than Waluigi. <laughs> I, I second that vote that we should call the episode Brant's older than Waluigi. <laughs> <laughs> That works. At least I'm not fumbling around on Sunday night trying to come up with a podcast title. Uh, I know we were excited about this when they announced it. It seemed like such a, a long shot. Pokemon Snap was a... It seems like more of a nostalgic game than anything. It's not a great game. It was kind of a time and place game. Uh, you know, right in the middle of Pokemon Mania, but it wasn't really the Pokemon console game that anybody wanted. And but it had some cool stuff. You remember, you could take your pictures to like Blockbuster or McDonald's or somewhere and print them out. Print them out. Yeah, those little kiosks. Mm-hmm. Uh, is uh, Pokemon Snap still on everyone's radar for April 30th? This will be my first foray. I've never played a Pokemon Snap game. Really? I've been mostly a PlayStation guy, and by the time I got into 64 was when Majora's Mask came out. So ah. I missed out on all that early uh, 64. Like, this is the only game we had, so you're going to deal with it bullshit. Yeah. Well, you lived that in the GameCube and the Wii era and the Wii U era, so you've already been there and done that. You didn't miss much, just the titles, which you probably caught up on later. Just want to let you know that the, I got the camera notification from my backyard and the possum is saying hi. He just walking across. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yeah, that's all it was, that fucker. He just goes back and forth for the next three hours. He might be one of the viewers on Twitch. <laughs> He's very consistent. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, I like, oh, somebody's in my backyard. It's just that fucking possum. Urban possum cowboy. All right. Next up in news, who wants to take this Balan Wonderworld demo launch date? I guess I can. Uh, I guess uh, basically we got a Balan Wonderland, uh, Wonderworld Wonderland, uh, Wonderworld. Wonder- I still say Wonderland. <laughs> did I mess that up? Did I get us on the Wonderland train? Uh, no, you said Wonderworld. I, I think you said Wonderworld because I my dumbass was not reading it as off the paper like I should have. So here we go. Uh, the, the console versions will be Wonderworld, but the the handheld cartridges will be Wonderland. That's now what we'll that, do. Now it's like got that fucking Your Body's a Wonderland song stuck in my head somehow. That's random. I don't know who fucking sings that, but it's in there now. Your uh, Body's a Wonderworld? That works too. <laughs> your Body's a Bottling Wonderworld. Your Body is a Wonderworld. <laughs> Still dirty. Um, Brand's Body is uh, a Wonderland. Oh gosh. Here we go. Uh, uh, <laughs> this one is a. Uh, the demo for the Wonder Wonderworld for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC. I almost died not breathing. Uh, via Steam <laughs> on January 28th worldwide, the company's announced. Uh, the demos will feature Acts 1 and 2, sounds familiar, uh, of Chapter 1, Act 1 of Chapter 4, and Act uh, 1 of Chapter 6. Hopefully one of those have the Chemical Zone music. Um, <laughs> as well as Acts... <laughs> the Isle of Tims. The Isle of Tims. The Isle of Tims. It says that right, the Isle of Tims. The island full of Tim's, right? Yeah, like Tim Cook and Tim Sweeney and Tim, Tim McCarver. Uh, Who did you have? Tim, Tim Allen. Allen. Tim, Allen. <laughs> Tim the Toolman uh, Island. <laughs> fictional Tim's for uh, 500, please. Um, what? Holy shit. <laughs> oh, we only got people here this is the best episode we've ever made it's 143 episodes in the making uh the the isle of tims the hub area where you can also raise a mysterious creatures called tims it's pretty good 
I'm interested already. In your Tim Garden. <laughs> trade them with your, trade them with your VMU. So we, we got rid of the Kyle and we just call them Tim's now. Um, yeah. <laughs> demo also supports two-person local multiplayer, and uh, I'm not going to go into the overview of the demo because uh, that's fine. It goes in. It really goes into fucking details about. All right, I'll go into the Isle of Tims. Let's do that. All right, players will also be granted access to the Isle of Tims <laughs> base area and gateway to the three mysterious worlds. Here, players will meet the magical creatures called Tims, whose powerful abilities can help Leo and Emma as they explore a new world and battle Nagati. On the Isle of Tims, players can also harvest magical droplets from the colorful flower patches found across the island. These droplets can be fed to Tims in order to evolve their abilities. Just give me that game. Don't even give me any of the other stuff. I'll, I'll play the Isle of Tim. Oh. Oh, with Tim well, we Allen and Tim Sweeney and Tim Cook. <laughs> oh, Timothy Dalton. He's on there too, yeah. He's, he's like, I was the best Bond. I studied the source material. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Holy shit. This we have single-handedly made this my most looked forward to game. <laughs> Whatever episode it was, we did the most anticipated. It's not Ratchet and Clank anymore for me. It's, it's the Isle of Tim Simulator. That's all. That's all I do. I'm down with the t- Isle of Tim's. I'm like, I skipped the whole rest of the game. I'm like, fuck World Six. Oh Give me to the Isle of Tim's. Oh, my stomach hurts. This is why I come here every week, ladies and gentlemen. That's why you come here. On Twitch and YouTube and SoundCloud and everything else. Oh dear God, the Tims. Uh, this is Couch Co-op uh, multiplayer. Also, I saw with the demo, so might be worth a shot. Is there going to be an online component when it comes out? Uh, I hope <laughs> so for that all Tims man. <laughs> That's all that matters. Just give me an app where I can take my Tim I'm and feed him folks. and train him. As soon as, the, as soon as my copy comes in, I'm putting that shit up right on on Twitter and be like, "Oh, I'm finally home." <laughs> when oh, you yeah. get mad, when you get mad during couch co-op, be like, "I'm taking my Tim and going home." Yeah, yeah. fuck you guys. <laughs> Poke a hole in my Tim and throw it back at him. It doesn't say. It just says uh, two players can explore the game as stars of the show in local co-op. Oh shit! This uh, came a day one out of nowhere. I, I don't know. I don't know if this is. Strictly co-op only, or this? De- are they referring to this demo that is only co-op only? In this demo. All right, let me click on the stem link. Steam link. Stem link. The stem link. Oh, that made my night. I'm back. I'm in fucking tears too. Holy shit. Um. I almost went on mute for a minute. I didn't think I was gonna be able to catch my breath in time. Whew. So I starts doing God's work on the PC. No, but Steam page. It, it is only co-op. It's single player and then shared split screen and co-op. It doesn't say anything about online on according to Steam. Dreamcast game, man. This is the most Dreamcast ass Dreamcast game we've gotten in quite some time. Yeah. What are you talking about? This like this party Sonic Adventure Three right here, man. Mixed with Knights. <laughs> Just with yeah. So it's like Sonic Adventure Three featuring Knights. Uh, everybody look forward to Balan Wonderworld. The <laughs> of the Tims. Okay, we had at least eight podcast titles come out of that <laughs> one new story. <laughs> Someone's got to write them down. I didn't write shit down. We got to write. We got to write this stuff down. Hey, it's it's got to be Isle of Tims at this point. But it was <laughs> Isle of Tim Allen or <laughs> Isle of Tim and the Toolman Taylor. 
I love Tim the Toolman Taylor. Holy shit. Uh, Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning is coming to Switch on March 16th. March I forgot, 16th. forgot a re-man. The re-re-reckoning. The re-re-reckoning. Remaster reckoning. Uh, according to Salamato Egamatsu. Um, publisher THQ Nordic and developer Kaiko will release Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning for Switch on March 16th. In addition, THQ Nordic reconfirmed plans to release the new Kingdoms of Amalur expansion, Fates Worn. Later in 2021. So this will be... I saw later details. Uh, it's not included in this article. It's going to be 40 bucks, And all the content will be on the cartridge. There will be no additional downloads needed. So Awesome. I know that's always a plus in our book. Uh, I will wait for the inevitable Gamefly sale on this one. Like I did the PS4 version. That I've well installed, done. but not played. Then don't worry about it. Because I've tried it and... I could have just popped in my PS3 want to continue the fight. So it wasn't for you. Oh no! I mean, I was fine with the game. It just doesn't look re-reckoned. Ah, it just uh, it I wasn't. I don't know, man. It's kind of it. I don't see the improvements over. I guess at the, this point, it's a playable game on a more playable platform. So on I guess other I platforms, should, yeah. I shouldn't really bitch about it. So it is what it is. So, but it doesn't look that much different in the PS3 one. Probably more steadier frame rate, but. Textures and the resolution looks about the same. So, I saw some comparisons when it first came out, and kind of it quelled my interest in it extremely. People were comparing the remaster to the like the Xbox One X upscaled at the time, and it was like, you know, take your pick. You're good either way if you don't want to buy the full thing. But I mean, it's great having everything on the disc, and you got all the DLC and stuff. So, don't get me wrong; I think it's a great game to get. Uh, full price, probably not. Yeah, and. Maybe- I mean, we're the only, we're not the only, but we are a few crazy people still with those consoles sitting around, like, hooked up, ready to go, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I do think you probably it's a better buy probably for the Switch because there's not too many of those type of games on the Switch. Yeah. And, um, you know, the portability, so I think that's going to hit more uh, along True. people's uh, uh, way of uh, what they want, so. Right. That Skyrim just- on the go. Just game preservation altogether. Just like you were saying, it's you know everything on the disc. It's great that you know a new generation can have these people that, like you said, not everybody has these these consoles hooked up, ready to go. Yeah, like we do. I was going through. Somebody did a. I guess it was Giant Bomb. Giant Bomb was ranking their game of the year lists for the past ten years. So they were going over the ten games they decided were the best games of the year. And as they were going through these lists of like. 08, 09, 2010, that kind of stuff. So many of those we got remastered this generation, this mm-hmm. past generation. Like we, we got a lot of those as definitive ways to play certain games. And like we're, all, I know we're all still looking forward to Mass Effect, which may or may mm-hmm. not come out in March. It seems to be getting kicked around a lot, but there was a lot of those games that you can now experience. Like the better way to play them, like uh, Need for Speed was one of my um, honorable mentions from last year, but. That's another title that they really took advantage of this newest generation of hardware. I, I know the, the. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you finished your thought. My apologies. I know the uh, the PC gamers that listen to us are throwing their uh, proverbial joysticks at the screen. Everything's backwards compatible on PC, but for yeah. us uh, console peasants, we have to wait for remasters. I don't know, man, because I got a Legacy King Soul Reaver on PC, and that shit loves to crash. And that thing definitely needs a patch. It plays fine on older PC, but on the new ones with the new graphics cards, it yeah, 
you know, I got a company that supports it. That shit breaks unless you have somebody who's doing the guys work in the back end and doing uh, official fan patches. So I bought that in one of those sales. So you're saying it does not play well on PC now? I had to like lower the resolution to like 800, 600. If I try to max out my screen, it'll just it'll fucking randomly blue screen. Mm. Possum says hi again. <laughs> Possum's back. Yep, this fucker's just going on. The, he, he went this way. He now he's, he's going back this way now. <laughs> what did he find in that time that he went back the other direction? I don't know, man. He's starting to piss me off. Can you, like, add the possum to some exclusion list? Like, when the possum goes by, you just don't even get notified? No, but it's like, there's a bunch of chairs laying down. I got, like, this whole barrier right around the camera thing, and he fucking finds a way. I'm like, he's like the fucking life from Jurassic Park. He finds a way. I don't get it. There's a, there's a fucking there's a fucking owl statue down there to scare shit off. Like, just staring there, and he just fucking, he just knocks it over. He doesn't care. He's like, fuck you, Al. I mean, he's blind. I don't think it matters, but that's for the other uh, birds and uh, it doesn't sit there and fuck off the camera. So. Yeah. Away from your crops? I, I just don't want him to set up like, there's a bird in front of my camera. Bird yeah. In front of your camera. I was like, put the yeah. owl there. They'll sit there and get the fuck away, so. Pretty smart. Uh, someone update us on these new Game Pass titles for console, PC, and Android. Hmm. Interesting. So the let's see, who's this from? Video Game Chronicle. Yeah, Video Game Chronicles. Tom Ivan. Um, so there's, let's see, these are coming January twenty first. Uh, the uh, updates sure. to uh, Game Pass. Uh, that's shoot. By the time we're recording this tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, by the time people will be listening to it. Uh, few days yeah, after it's already available for you to download go ahead and tell yep them. yep uh so <laughs> coming to let's see pc uh control uh joins the subscription service today actually right now it's available now go ahead uh desperados yeah, three for console pc and android not the movie um, with uh antonio banderas not the third movie That's uh this game with was one of richard's uh Games of the year a few years ago. Uh, Donut, Donut County. It's an awesome experience. Uh, coming to your console, PC, and Android. And Outer Worlds will be on Android. Let's That's see. A big one. And then we have Cyber Shadow. Um, I'm actually looking forward to that game. Uh, console, PC, and Android. And that game arrives January 26th. And then before you uh, go on, and I apologize to let everybody know, um, Cyber Shadow is 120 frames per second on Series X and PS5. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then let's see. The big one on here is January 28th. Uh, the Medium uh, yeah. will be Day 1 Game Pass, uh, Series SX uh, and PC. Uh, Yakuza 3 Missed Remastered. Uh, remastered. Sorry. <laughs> uh, consoles PC and Android Yakuza 4 remastered uh, console PC and Android and Yakuza 5 remastered there we go it's like the rolling of the tongue throw in those remasters throw in so those R's like the Spanish that's a hell, hell of a lot of uh, games coming to Game Pass at the end of the month here actually then, uh, medium is preloaded so you can actually uh, mine's already loaded so you can preload that now nice yeah and then along with this, of course, there's a few games that will leave Game Pass um, on the 29th. 
Uh, we have Death Squared uh, console, Death's Gambit uh, PC, Final Fantasy 15. Amazing game. That's console and PC. Fishing Sim World Pro <laughs> Tour, uh, which Richard, you better you better get that uh, play of that game in since you were going to do fishing games. Already fishing simulator. Uh, console and PC. Uh, Gris uh, on PC. Uh, Indivisible on That's console an and PC. Because Indivisible just went through the ringer as far as their rights and all that. Remember? Yeah. Uh, and then, what is this? Reigns, Game of Thrones, uh, PC, and Sea Salt. Console and PC. All I've those games will be game leaving. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Got yeah. me on that one. Uh, I'll be excited to see when that iOS Game Pass thing shows up. Have you tried it on? Oh, you're not a Game Pass member. Gotta no. Say, have you tried it on your Android device? Uh, I... When I had the um, the the streaming, um, the XCloud service, the the yeah. preview, it it worked pretty well. Yeah. I was actually I was really impressed. Uh, I bought the little um, clip for my phone and everything, and I <laughs> we all got the clips. <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, I played a little bit of Bloodstained. I played, um, gosh, Tomb Raider, and something else, and at as long as you were, you had a decent connection, um, it was pretty damn good. I didn't have a problem out of it. True. All right, medium. We look forward to Cesar's impressions of a game that was supposed to be on Xbox One series consoles and instead got moved to next gen. I'm quite upset about this, but we're moving on. And it was a pain in the ass to download because I tried to download from the app. And it's like, you must have a Series X or X. I'm like, motherfucker, I do have one. I had to I go do. log in the console and do it because it's like it will not let you do it from the app because it doesn't want people to think they can download it. But I think you can, if you get on the ah. if you get on the Game Pass for PC, you can load it for your PC. So you can play it on PC if you want. Oh, I could. I don't, I don't think the, I'll take a look real quick. I don't think the PC specs are too heavy. I wonder why it's not coming to like at least 1X then. But I guess they can't say, hey, 1X only. They won't do what they did with like Xenoblade on 3DS and that kind of stuff. No, oh, the best version of Xenoblade? The best the looking version? 3DS one? <laughs> Done, <button. laughs> Pixelation everywhere? Yep. Uh, you can continue. I will look that up for everyone shortly. So giving us a live correction. So, uh, go ahead, Brant. The next story is this Bloomberg article that came out, um, and it was, oh gosh, uh, a little earlier this week um, by uh, Jason Schreier, and it was um, a pretty lengthy uh, article, uh, but it goes over a lot of things about basically what went wrong with um, CD Projekt Red's uh, cyberpunk and there they interviewed uh, 20 employees um, I guess current and former um, from CD project and just kind of went over what was going on behind the scenes uh, and it's it's pretty crazy um, basically 
the all in all. So all in all, even though this game was announced in 2012, the oh. game didn't even fully start development until 2016. Oh, um, it down. Tell us how it went down. Let's go. Uh, They break down in the article, talk about how the uh, E3 demo that they showed off in in 2018 was almost entirely fake. Um, They had the concept, uh, but the the majority of the thing, it was it, 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 it was just a just a render just you know it's and it was it was completely faked that they had nothing you know concrete at that point um they kept going there's there's all sorts of things how a management apparently hoped people would double dip um with the different versions going ahead and buying a version for the uh, last gen consoles and then going to upgrade for for the next gen um, and then with, with COVID and everything, it just kind of threw a wrench in the, in the whole process. Um, but some of the, some of the biggest things were that, uh, and I thought I grabbed one of these that had there a little go, bit. I'm, I'm sorry, Brent. Uh, You're good. Continue, Brent. This is nothing to do with the story. I, I just, gotcha. uh, sent a photo of the PC requirements Tech for, specs. Uh, medium. I don't know what the fuck any of that means. I don't know why your one X can't play it. This is all you need for PC, but okay. That's it. That's it. You can play it on PC. Wow. Easy breezy. <laughs> you just have to have Windows 10. That's the only requirement. <laughs> 64, 64 bit version of Windows 10. All right, so, Brian, I'm sorry. So it seemed like a lot of people in in the CD Project Red had um kind of reservations about about this game um one of their one of their former uh audio programmers for cd project red um said that during a meeting a one of the colleagues asked how the company thought it would be able to pull off a technically uh, more challenging project in the same time frame as the witcher and someone just answered we'll figure it out along the way yes. and we have that magic they kept talking about, well, you know, it's the CD Projekt Red magic. We just, we just can, you guys can make it happen. Um, there's more stuff down in this article talking about how they continuously said that overtime wasn't going to be um, necessary or mandatory. Um, but I looked, and they were talking um, that. Several employees were working long hours. Um, there we go. Times when I would crunch up to 13 hours a day. Oof. A little bit uh, over my record. Probably I would do five days a week working like that. That was Oof. a direct quote from from this person. It's killer. And man. 65 hours. Not only that, it was it was it's somewhere else in this article having to skim through, but there's, there was, there was talk about how it was one of those things where if you said, well, I, I can't work that overtime. I can't do this. They'd be like, Oh, well it's okay. So-and-so can cover your time. So-and-so will, will have to work for you or, you know, basically bullshit guilt. Yeah. And it's, there's there's other stuff about like the the cut content how 
there were supposed to be like flying cars and um, stuff from that like faked demo that we saw saw like the the car ambushes and all this other pretty cool things that were basically promised um, right. to to players to um, investors to you know everybody and just wasn't delivered and uh, there's something in about you know all the, the the glitches and the bugs and they they knew it was a glitchy mess and even the police you know they talked about the police system and how basically if you do something in the game the police basically just show up uh, like out of nowhere they pop out out of nowhere overwhelm you and and kill you and it's because they just kind of threw that in at the last second yeah so was anyone tempted when it was 30 bucks at Best Buy the other day? I was about to say it? that it went on sale <laughs> the other day on a couple places for, for 30 bucks. And I, I'd rather get a complete PS5 version. Yeah, I'll wait. I'm right there with you. I saw 30 and I saw Steelbook and I was like, no, I was like, no. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but they, they sometimes sell those Steelbooks for like $5 clearance sometimes. So I was like, I'll, there's three of them. I'll take my chance. They will. Yeah. So I'm like, and I'm not a steel book person anyway, so it was just going to be a cool bonus thing. But I was I mean, like, nope. I lucked out because I got a Dynasty Warriors 9 for PS4 because I think it was like a deal of the day at GameStop. And I was like, well, fuck it. I think it was like, that's a shitty version of Dynasty Wars. I'm not yeah. going to pay $20 for it. I think it was like 12 bucks. I was like, let me do it. I got straight gene- a generic case that smells like a matches. And I think I ended up buying the steel book of uh, Dynasty Wars 9 off the Best Buy website for like two bucks or three bucks. And I just took that disc out, threw away the matchbooks, the, the case, and then popped it in the steel book. And I was like, nice. I was like, yes. I think I paid $15 for the crappy version of Dynasty Wars 9. I'm sorry, Tecmo Koa. I love you guys. That is complete. That version sucks. <laughs> uh, but I bought it, and that's all I can talk shit about it. I've been craving some Dynasty Warriors. You guys almost got me with the Hyrule Warriors thing. It's pretty good. Sir, let me um tell you about a game called uh, Samurai Wars, and they just hit oh. their fourth uh, iteration, and they just came out with like a expansion on that that just dropped down to twenty dollars. Let me tell you, Samurai that. Warriors, good. Oh yeah, that's like the one where they throw in um uh, Ryu from a uh, Ninja Guy and just randomly shows up in there with the other Dynasty Warrior guys. Like I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> here, but let's go. <laughs> the last Samurai Warriors game I bought was for Vita, oh. and the, psh, that was about a year or so ago. I know there's one for the original Xbox and that that started my interest in Samurai Warriors as I was on my OG Xbox kick. Is it within reach? It is not within reach. I could have uh, tried to complete the sale for you there, sir. Get the possum to hit it to you. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, yeah, he's just fucking around going around the camera. Eh? I'm okay with this. Possums do what they want. Hey, man. That nocturnal bastard's uh, winning the day. Right. Uh, yeah, here you go. This is now twenty dollars regular price. You might be able to get it nice. on um, GameFly for like less than that, probably. But uh, there's there, there's our homeboy. It's the only way you can play him in the Age of Dynasty Warriors. Oh, I see him. That's awesome. <laughs> so it's like a it's like it tastes the Dynasty Warriors formula and it like throws in like everybody from Tecmo Koei in there. So they got they got uh, even the the young lady from uh, the Dead or Alive fighting games in there too. I forgot what her name is. Katsumi. uh, I don't know. I don't want to do a correction because we're organic and we don't we don't do corrections. So I'm just (laughs) random girl from Dead or Alive. I think it's Katsumi or Helena. 
And you now we're in corrections because there's no way as Helena. Helena has blonde hair and is opera singer. I know her. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's Kasumi then. Get that fucking shit out of here, man. Look it up. No, man. God. <laughs> I'm I've literally up. played Dead or Alive three today. <laughs> but I, I couldn't good... see the I couldn't see the character that you were pointing at. Um, I'm gonna have to. This is gonna end badly because I'm going to Google and I'm gonna like pink hair girl in Samurai Warriors four and hope it's not porn. Pink oh, hair God. girl. Oh, it's gosh. not gonna go well. And Samurai Warriors four. Now we're officially that podcast where you can hear the person typing on the keyboard. <laughs> I got. I got followed a few podcasts because of that. I got a mechanical keyboard for that reason. Um, it's uh. Oh, mine is too. Yep. Uh, the girl pink hair that I got, it looks nothing like the one on that cover, so we're going to have to visit this another day. Okay. Uh, send your corrections to nofodcast at gmail.com. Let us know who the pink-haired ninja from Samurai Warriors 3, 4, Orochi, slash Dead or Alive is. Nope, we uh, we still got to send those to Russell. He's still, he's still going through our corrections. <laughs> yeah, uh, two years after ever being on the episode. <laughs> he, has to, he has to go through them. He has, a, he has a lot of work to do, man. Two years worth of work. I think I and I, I had to do. You gotta do something. I have to do a crushing because I said Samurai Wars is actually Warriors Orochi. My bad, guys. Samurai Wars is a completely different thing. Orochi. Do you roll the R? Uh, Orochi. I don't know. I don't. I don't think you roll the R. In... Probably not. That is. Mm. Uh, usually the R sounds more like an L in, in Japanese. It's yeah. Pronunciation is uh be confusing did, sometimes did our skype call restart i've got a minute counter at the top did it just roll it, uh, okay. yeah you when you were messing with the keyboard you hit something and it start it stopped and started back up oh no i'm thinking that it's just because we rolled over to an hour that's oh, never that's done that before good. yeah oh that's not good it's fine I, I can still see us on the the twitches yeah but how do we pull down the recording all right now it's in two different places awesome. Ooh. You're going to have to splice it together. Yeah, it's fine. We'll make it work. Fuck. All I did was hit... I hit Uh, WASD. I don't know what you hit, but you don't hit it again. You went against the the mechanical keyboard spirit, and this is all started because I did not want to look this up. (laughs) And we all paid for it. Lisa's making another recording, I guess. Did y'all get a notification saying it stopped and started? I just got a notification like this call is being recorded again. I was like, that's weird. That's never happened yeah. before. But I was like, well, uh, maybe I'm just having issues on my end. So, Damn it. Oh, well. It happens, man. It's okay. Add it what, to the list. Well, what can we do? You know, We have all the major issues of a theme park and a zoo. <laughs> Does that sound familiar? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's our, but when uh, Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, the pirates don't eat the tourists. <laughs> oh, God. Come on, you can get there. Let's go. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'll add it to line item uh, 4,000 on today's list of bugs. We have all the major issues of a, a theme park and a zoo opening. Come on now. What's, this, what's a famous fictional theme park and zoo a biological exhibit so Adventureland is not one of them nope uh this would be the second reference to this uh, this franchise during this podcast the person who created spared no expense uh zombie land is not one of them that also ended in a theme park I know what yep. it is. I'm just I'm just fucking with you now. I'm just going around the other movies that has theme parks. All right, as they debug their code, they are holding onto their butts. 
<laughs> Where else do I need to go? I know what it is. I'm just going to keep going with other theme park-based movies. <laughs> I already told you. I'm trying to think of another theme park-based movie here. Uh, um, um, National Lapoon's European Vacation. That's a good one. That there fits. Go. That fits yeah. the description. That fits it perfectly. I'm kicking myself for knocking around on the keyboard. That sucks. <laughs> we'll have to see what that looks like. <laughs> Two separate yeah, recordings. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. Hey, man, we... <sighs> You you always wanted to test the uh, part one and continue to part two. You can have that cursed image of a uh, to be continued from uh, Attack on Titan. I uh, see every time that pisses me off. Just to be continued. I'm like fuck you, image. <laughs> they do that at the end of every every episode. Every or fucking episode when it's like going around to something like okay, now we're gonna find out the next thing to be continued. I'm like God, this is why I had to wait four years for this shit to get close again done. Click I got next. tired of that seeing that shit. All right, let's wrap up news. We had a perfect segue there with uh, Dead or Alive, but we didn't take it. Uh, from Gamatsu, Dead or Alive and modern Ninja Gaiden creator Tomonobu Itagaki establishes Itagaki Games. And there's been an update, Sour Mono notes. Um, we talked about Itagaki last week, I think, or two weeks ago. Like, he's been a recent... Yeah. I guess somebody was talking about Devil's Third. Probably uh, uh, Brant was getting in a couple online rounds of Devil's Third. Uh, Tomonobu Itagaki. Uh, how, how's that room? Is it still alive? Is people in there? <laughs> I think those servers are down. I'm like, I I'm I like when I fired up the Simpsons game, I can still play that shit online. I was like, this game Seriously? is delisted. Like online is working. Like it's, it's looking for somebody to join my game. I'm like, I don't know who has oh. a copy to join me, but I'm like, okay. Somebody's probably like one person waiting to like finally fuck get in the room, get in the room, get in the room, trying to get in with me. He's like, the only other guy I can play with. I'm gonna destroy your body. <laughs> Get in here. <laughs> I've been Join waiting me. hours for you. We'll beat, we'll beat Mr. Burns together. Don't fucking quit. Uh, Itagaki, creator of the Dead or Alive and Modern Ninja Gaiden series, has established a new game studio called Itagaki Games. The developer announced that's quite, it's like Kojima Studio-esque. The news comes via Itagaki's official Facebook page, where he posted an interview he did with Bloomberg for the Xbox 20th anniversary story. I talked about that, what, last week or two weeks ago? That was a kick-ass uh, article. Everybody needs to go read that. According to Itagaki, this part of the interview was submitted from the Bloomberg story due to character limits, but he was given permission by the outlet to post it himself. Uh, he also notes that he is open to Microsoft acquisition. Uh, Bloomberg writer Takashi Mochizuki followed up with Itagaki to confirm the platforms for his next game. However, according to Itagaki, the current plan is to release on PS5, Xbox Series, and PC via Steam. Uh, he left Koei Tecmo in 2008 and founded Valhalla Game Studios. Since then, Itagaki has only released the third-person action adventure. <laughs> I can't make it through this bit. Uh, third-person action adventure game Devil's Third, which was originally announced for a PS3 and 360 under THQ before becoming a Wii U exclusive <laughs> under Nintendo Publishing, released in August 2015. A PC version titled Devil's Third Online was released in June 2016, but ended service in March 2017. Uh, Itagaki resigned from Valhalla Game Studios in August 2017. All right, so uh, look forward to more Itagaki-ness and his sunglasses. He's a rock star. I like this dude. I like his brazen... I will put my magnum opus on whatever strongest possible console i can conceive it on at the current moment i kind of dig that just go for it type thing and i mentioned uh, it's in that bloomberg article but um you know microsoft flew out and met with him and they knew he was kind of a tech guy and 
they didn't even like meet in his office. They met in the waiting room, and within an hour, he was convinced he would make the ultimate fighting game for for uh, the Xbox at the time. He saw the specs and things like that, and he was like, I will make the best fighting game for this. And we got Dead or Alive 3, which I played today, randomly. Uh, might be a good segue into games played to keep the ball rolling. Yeah. Do we okay. So, I, yeah, that too. I did play the third of something, but it was Dead or Alive. So I didn't technically play this. Uh, my games played is going to be super short. We had a camping weekend. We took advantage of the long weekend and went camping. So uh, four and a half days out of the past seven have been spent camping. So there was no games played, even though I had Switch access and good internet and things like that. Um, but we... we <laughs> I, uh, I sent Brand a picture earlier in the week of a TV that I reclaimed and found a new home. Um, I cleaned it up. Cleaned it up real good. It was super dusty. Um, and the Xbox has got a component input. So the Xbox is the first thing I hooked up to it. And I kind of wanted to see what Dead or Alive would look like. That was just kind of the, you know, I'd read so much about it recently. And we talked about Itagaki and it just, it ended up being a thing. So I was like, all right, let's try it out. Here come my kids. Do, 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 do. I hear them coming down the stairs <laughs> as I'm firing up this thing. Dad, what are you playing? Dad, what are you playing? Can we play Crash? I was like, sure, we'll play Crash in a little while. Crash is the new thing, despite it being all of the versions of Crash that they play being super difficult and uh, them not getting very far. But I guess we were like this when we were younger with games. We didn't get that very, you know, we just tinkered with them. It was just a, it was like, okay, let's play this thing. And there was no real goal of we have to complete this or we have to collect everything, you know? It was just... Dude, they had a blast. They played Crash for like 30 minutes, and it was just, let's just do this thing, and let's laugh when he dies in all these crazy ways. But uh, they, So they when they come running down, Dead or Alive's firing up, and I'm like, okay, here we go. Dad, what is this? This is a fighting game. What's a fighting game? Well, you try to punch and kick the other person out of the, <laughs> out of the ring, or <laughs> you try to deplete, so you're going to have a health bar, and you try to deplete the health bar versus theirs. Okay, we can do this. And so I'm watching them. I look over at the controller, and they're using the analog stick instead of the D-pad. I'm like, okay, hold on. Just pause it. Uh, yeah, hit start. That's pause. That'll that'll stop everything. That'll, that'll stop them from kicking you. And uh, let's explain how to play. I'm not even good at fighting games. Let's try to explain a little bit how to play uh, fighting games here. And so uh, they spent maybe 10 minutes on Dead or Alive 3. It was not a hit in the household, so... I don't know if maybe it's, and it was just one, I had one controller hooked up. This was like a demo thing. Uh, speaking of which, as a side note on this, uh, I've been doing a lot of research on the, the Xbox clock capacitor. This is supposed to blow up and leak all over the board. Um, we really need to do that because I went through three Xboxes trying to find one that I could get to fire up properly. So it's like dire straits now. We need to all... I uh, have an Xbox party, and we just open up all these that I have. We open up the ones you guys have, and let's get that clock capacitor out of there before it, it blows up and spills all over the motherboard, because I'm starting to get nervous about these. Uh, the ugliest, dirtiest Xbox that I hooked up is the one that worked. That's the one they were playing Dead or Alive on, so go figure with that. Uh, there were no games on the custom on the hard drive, on the custom soundtracks. I always look at that, too, because I found, <laughs> I found some gems on those custom soundtracks. Like Smash Mouth? Not Smash Mouth. I found some um, live and a bunch of Beatles tracks on this one. They had like a mellow playlist and it was a bunch of Beatles like acoustic stuff. And I was like, okay. This... Not, uh, not R.E.M. That's me in the corner. 
Uh, it could have been that too. I mean, that that's fine. But I mean, what games are you jamming to as you fire this up? Like, are you playing Top Spin or something and queuing up the custom soundtracks? Like, what kind of laid back? We're back on the tennis kick again. What kind of laid back title are you just queuing up some REM to? Burnout. Uh, <laughs> yeah, losing my religion. That's definitely a burnout one. Yeah. The acoustic, like SNL performance version. All right, so they played some uh, DOA. I didn't get a Halo weekend in this weekend because we were camping. Uh, and then they played Crash. What is that one? Wrath of Cortex. And it looks awesome on this TV. Brant, the TV is way past uh, my expectations when I rescued it from the dump. Well, I told him I'd properly dispose of it, and I have done so. <laughs> uh, it's an RCA True Flat for those interested. It's got great stereo speakers. It's got a built-in DVD player. Um, composite input and component, no S video, but I hooked up the Xbox with component and looked really, really good when they were playing Crash. Uh, they played some of that. I started a Captain Toad treasure tracker. There was a glitch on the Walmart website. Did anybody take advantage of this? Yes. Okay. Did you get the full version, Cesar? I did. Yep. They had the full version of Captain Toad treasure tracker and the DLC episodes for like $4.50 or something like that. So I did play the little opening intro of that. It wasn't anything major, just to confirm that I had the full game. So I didn't have the DLC, so it was going to be a win for me either way. So yeah, because that's a good deal for four bucks, regardless. Um, is that it? Did I play anything else? I'm kicking around playing Metroid Prime. Does anyone want to do a Metroid Prime playthrough with me? <laughs> Absolutely not. I will wait no? until the eventual non-existent uh, Switch port comes. HD out. trilogy, yeah. And the switch. So I popped it into, I fired up the Wii U version that I have, right? For some reason, it shrinks down the image on a 16 by 9 display. It's not the full 16 by 9 frame when you play the Wii U digital version. So I'm like, okay, maybe I'll deal with this, but it's on a plasma. So part of me is freaking out that I'm going to end up with burn in on the corners of the, <laughs> like framing out the plasma. And then when I'm looking at it, the colors and stuff just didn't look right. It doesn't look like it's playing in 480p on the digital Wii U version. So it's almost like there's all these weird things going on with that that particular build of it. That should be the definitive one. Uh, it, I went so far as to order some Wii U uh, S-Video cables from Russia. Not uh, component cables? <laughs> Do what? Not component cables? So I have component cables for the Wii, and thus the Wii U, so I could do it. But I think I talked, uh, I think it was last week, I talked about, like, finally deciding on a CRT. Like, I have a setup CRT. I'm not fucking around with, well, I just brought one from somewhere else that I'm messing around with. So. <laughs> you know your bullshit, continue. <laughs> this is my bullshit. Get ready. Hey, I, we all have our bullshits. We all do. So that's why I'm waiting for you to hook up. I'm waiting for you to hook up your CRT so I can see your... Your impressions of whatever it is that you fire up on it. Uh, it's in the other room. I still got to find a place for it. So I gave you one. I gave Russell one. I would have given Brant his, but I found Brant his. Yeah. <laughs> I would have bought it for Brant if I knew they would have kept it and saved it there. But I think it was what, like five or six bucks, Brant? Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't expensive it at all. It wasn't much at all. And I have not seen one of that caliber at that location since. I, I think they've backed down on stocking goodwill uh, stocking goodwills with crts or accepting them as donations i don't know how that works yeah they're starting to become the jim ryan's of uh crt <laughs> who would play games on these 
Who'd want Everybody. these? Who wants these old TVs? We would. Um, what was I getting at? The Metroid Prime stuff. But uh, I hooked why it up. You, why on, you went to S Video? Why you going to S Video? Yeah, S Video for because the TV, the bullshit CRT that I decided on, which has the best image quality and all that. It's the it's the one of the like early two thousand Trinitrons. It's the black curved screen style ones. But it only has S Video, so I bought a a Wii Wii U S Video cable from Russia off ebay and then he took like a week and a half to tell me he doesn't have it he can't find it and i've yet to get a refund so that's <laughs> i should have known man i should have known but it was like the best deal <laughs> and he accepted my what was, what was the seller rating was it 100 percent? yeah it's uh 99.7 over like a thousand different ratings so he says he lost a whole shipment of them because it said he had 10 plus in inventory he, he was pretty upset that he lost them but i have yet to get a refund so i don't feel sorry for him yet uh, the official, by the way, the official uh, Nintendo Wii or Wii U S video cable was quite rare and is still very expensive. It's 50, 60 bucks if you get the official one. I think I got like a box with like three of them in there somewhere. You do? Mm-hmm. Shit, spare me one of those. Just got to find it. I got to go. It's like I have like a whole tote yeah. just full of wires everywhere. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't know. I want to hook this up just to see what it looks like because I believe that the Metroid Prime Trilogy, the Wii U digital one exclusively, is 16 by 9 only. You cannot play those in 4 by 3, from my understanding. So, definitely not the physically. Uh, so my physical one is sealed. So it's that point of, okay, do I open this and take away the maybe 200, 250 dollars worth of value just to try it out? You know, that sort of deal, that weird bullshit that us collectors get into and just to try it out or uh, find a used copy of just the disc maybe for like 50 or $60. I don't know. The compromise that I had decided on was to try to use the digital copy that I have over S video just Why to see if it would work. I'm sorry, continue. No, mine's not even sealed. So I can test. Could I test yours? It's not sealed. It's open, so whatever. Would you let me test your Metroid Prime trilogy? I don't see why not. Hmm. I got a Samurai Wars 3 on Wii also, somehow. Forgot about that. <laughs> Does everybody have a, a Monster Hunter try? Tree? Whatever it is on Wii. Can we try that together? Tree? Uh, uh, yeah. Okay, got it. There it is. Yeah. With the controller. Uh, but I think that's all my games played. A lot of tinkering bullshit. That's kind of the phase I'm in. Uh, I haven't gone back to Final Fantasy 15. I'm afraid I need some time to dedicate to just jump in there and do that chapter. I'm afraid of falling off of it like I do with games. And I don't want to do that with that game because that's literally one of the best games I've ever played. So uh, as I think about firing up Metroid Prime. <laughs> Uh, I've been reading a lot. This is random, but uh, we also talk anime. I've been reading a lot myself in front of the show. Russell have been reading uh, The Fellowship of the Ring together and comparing notes back and forth as we go through the chapters. Uh, that being the first part of The Lord of the Rings. And it's quite good. And I've gotten further in that than I ever have. So Does it have a sequel? 20 years of trying to read it. Uh, it is a sequel to The Hobbit in in more ways than one. Uh, but those are my games played and books read. Uh, Brent, what other books have you been reading? <laughs> <laughs> what instruction manuals have you poured through? Remember those? Oh, yeah. I miss the days of instruction manuals. You and me both. 
I've actually seen uh, if you go on like I think Etsy and um, a few of those other places, there's people that make instruction manuals for certain games and certain things. Like I saw one, it was oh, a don't listing. tell me that. Oh, don't tell me that. <laughs> oh, I'll be was, fucking buying all it, of them. It was a certain listing cases. that made uh, specifically ones for like the Switch, and they like fit in the in the case like perfectly. Oh, and they had ones for like uh, Breath of the Wild. They had ones for um. That's awesome. uh, the 3D Mario 3D collection uh, and stuff like that. And like they were actually pretty, pretty good. They weren't, That's you know, it wasn't awesome. like some damn clip art or something. But somebody put time into making yeah. them. And they even had like the Passion notes. Project. They even had the notes section in the back. <laughs> oh, I'm in. I'm totally that, way, that, way, that way you can leave your own notes in there, too. That way you could just write, yeah, you know, here's my cheat codes. That way, when you pick it up at Blockbuster, you can read, you know, what somebody else put, put notes in there in the back. On an aside with instruction manuals, the last generation, it did make it easier to collect for that generation because you didn't have to have it complete. You didn't have yeah. to have case, game, and manual. You could just have case and game because that's all it was ever going to be. And maybe some, you know, some warnings or something, whatever that one sheet thing that you get is. You, you never got an instruction manual or you rarely did, so... There's something about that. Like, I even know like some of my limited run games. They they have manuals in them. Um, oh, yeah, they're think, good at doing that. Yeah, Shantae. It came yep. with a little instruction manual, and there's Love that. there's there's several other uh, games that they've done that. I know have. Isaac was one of the first Switch games to have it included in there. It's weird. I think that's Cesar. It is. It's- He's tuning you out with music. He's playing, no, no <laughs> He's playing me off. Now, apparently, uh, whatever was playing my headphones kicked out to my soundbar for whatever reason. Um, but uh, instruction manuals aside, um, let's see. Uh, I'm continuing to, to go through Ratchet and Clank. Uh, I think I'm getting pretty close to the end. This is the um, PS4 remaster, the right? The PS4, yeah. yeah. And like we were talking about last week, I, I'm enjoying the story. I think it's definitely more flushed out than the original. Um, it's a good... I've gotten to the point where I can see that it's a good bit different because there there are similarities, but it's it's definitely like its own story. Um, and it's, it's very, very good. Um, but I'm going through that... Um, I'll probably finish that within the next couple sit downs. I get to um, get to Should play it next hour. Next hour, probably. Fire uh, up. Uh, we finished Knack uh, over this Excellent. past weekend. Excellent. Um, I would put Knack in the painfully mediocre <laughs> section of games. You're killing Mark Cerny, man. Uh, He's uh, games of the generation. Breaking man's heart. Breaking it's, a man's heart. Oh. I, the the biggest thing for me is the the story is just everything is like so robotic and predictable and just it's it's so it's the story is just it's not good it's it's not a good story Brent 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 you already said painfully mediocre <laughs> you don't have to that's, that's pretty bad man yeah that's, I would rather like it sucks no. I would have been like it sucks I'm like oh I mean that's cool but you're over here like in descriptive ways of how you did not like this game is you're breaking Mark Cerny's heart man well I mean the fact also, that Mark Cerny like, I'll be like I'll be literally hurt I'm like damn I was just glad that you said it sucked ass the fact He's that you the PS5 Pro as we speak and you're just destroying him. <laughs> 
<laughs> the fact that you can go through the game and like no matter how much you build knack up and he gets you know so much bigger it seems like you take two hits you're dead immediately yeah. uh it's painfully <laughs> painfully <laughs> mediocre that needs to be part of our rating scheme <laughs> and, I, and I, I think this is a sad thing about it and i think uh richard can confirm i think that was mostly just supposed to be uh was a, a physics and tech demo type thing yeah i don't think it was like. really i think they just put uh, together some story on there just uh that's what it felt like but yeah. the marketing and all the articles and everything leading up to launch was like hey this is the new crash bandicoot this is the platformer that you want at launch this is the history of playstation this is you were getting all that crap thrown at yeah. you so it was but, not that. I mean, like I said, the story, the 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 gameplay, the um, <laughs> the <laughs> combat. It's just, it is. It's very, very mediocre. Ugh. It's very. It, it leaves a lot to be to be desired. Uh, and my kid was even like, because after it was like, because we had we did have fun playing it. I had fun playing it with him and experiencing it with him and just riffing on it together. Um, uh, and coming up with those horrible puns and crap like we were talking about last week. And I showed him, Thankfully I was like... Mediocre puns? Yes. Sonic adventure? <laughs> oh my gosh. So I showed him that I got Knack 2. And of course, this one is, uh, from what I could see... Marginally uh, mediocre? <laughs> from what i could see the the two player it's not like it was in the first one so like you were saying richard the second player is just kind of there um they look like this weird little silver version of knack um and they're they're always there they they can help you fight and they can heal you and stuff by giving you some of those pieces and whatnot those relics um but they don't contribute a lot uh with this one, it's it's definitely more focused on uh, if you do do two player, um, you're like the regular knack that you usually see with the, like the red, and the second player is another knack, but it's just color coded to blue. Yeah. So, right, and of course, I, I I showed him that he goes, so you can I can be Sonic and you can be Knackles or something like that. Ah. <laughs> it's not too late to change the episode at all. Sonic and <laughs> Well done, and sir. You've raised that boy right. <laughs> so after after struggling to beat, because they it would it would go through these waves of difficulty. It would either not be very difficult and you could get through it easy, or you just go like I said, you get two hits and you're dead. You'd get you'd get to a part and it would just kick your ass over and over and. Um, but we finally beat it and he was like, so we're going to go ahead and go to an act. I'm like, we're going to take a break. Uh, we're going to like play something else. And what we wound up doing is I sat down with the family and we watched, uh, to celebrate the 10th anniversary. Uh, we watched what is one of my favorite movies, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Uh, and since the game was re-released, uh, I, am going to buy the physical for switch, but I went ahead and got a digital version, um, for PS4. That way I've got a couple different versions going and we, uh, popped that in and started playing, um, that on PS4, all, all three of us. And, um, it's a beat em up. I mean, it's, it's one of those, it's, I, I never played it. It's one of those games. 
Yeah, it's up to four. But it is, um, it's one of those games I, I always looked at, and since I liked the movie, I, I wanted to get the game, and then by the time I finally got around to it, found out it was delisted. Um, but the, the game is fun, it's pretty challenging, um, it's great to be able to, like, kind of knock, knock some of the enemies down on the ground and then be able to pick up the enemies and beat other enemies with an enemy that you, you're holding, um, it's just, it's got a, it's got a good bit of character. Um, and it's, it's a good game. We got through to stage like five and then I was like, I wonder if we can like switch characters or do something. And I backed out and it like restarted back over to stage one and all. So, oh, no. so <laughs> I was like, eh, I guess we can come back to this later. Um, and by this point, it had been a couple of days, so we we popped in NAC two. <laughs> I reluctantly hey, popped it mediocre. in. Hey man, prop, props to your son, man. Most people would, uh, I would fucking uh, like, yep, yeah, I'm putting this in the bottom of the pile and never get to it. He he wants to tackle it immediately. I'm like. <laughs> Let's go. I, the, I, the I know it's gonna, I know it's gonna that, be bad, but let's fucking do this. The, the main <laughs> thing is, it, we enjoyed playing it together. We yeah. experienced it together. Um, this one actually uh, improves a, a good bit. Uh, I want to say, as as far as uh, uh, I don't, the hype around NAC two was like non-existent. I don't even really remember NAC two getting a lot of press you know talk nothing i just remember it existing being like nat got a sequel and it's almost like you know, a, a meme almost or a, yeah like a caricature of itself kind of thing um but we went ahead i, I picked it up um the the, the what i want to say the art direction the character design is a little odd uh this takes place a handful of years after the original story um and they've, you know, kind of aged the characters, um, but also okay. <laughs> Nack still looks the same. But like um, the kid Nack, Lucas, Nack age, yeah. the kid Lucas, uh, you know, he was, uh, I guess, younger teens. And then what, what uh, Professor Oak, he's still in there. Yeah, he's still in there. <laughs> but they all they all look a, a, a little bit older. But they also gave them all like these weird, exaggerated teeth, and like they all have fangs. Like really? they all look like they all look like vampires. It's the weirdest damn thing. How does that happen? You didn't get the right story bits. <laughs> I know there's got to be something weird, and it's well, one of those vampires. The whole it's it's time. one of those games where you know it it starts off and the city's already being attacked, and you run through that and that's your tutorial and then it you know flash flashes back to you know several weeks ago and so what's happening is you know the first game was the goblins reattacking the humans and they were talking about stuff that happened in the past in this great crystal war so this goes again back to the great crystal war and they the goblins had like these this robot army all of a sudden that we're we're just now finding out about and these robots that have been dormant we this, we for firepower this whole time, we're just thousands of for years. Now. Yeah, these, these robots <laughs> that have been dormant for thousands of years all of a sudden just start waking up. 
So that's the premise. But uh, um, Brian, I don't want to interrupt you, but it sounds like if you were describing this story to me and I was six years old in the 80s, I would think this would be fucking awesome. It sounds like <laughs> yeah. something that came yeah. out of the 80s. I'd yeah. be like, I'm all you had me glued. I'm like, what? Sign me the fuck up. This is but, a Saturday fuck, morning plot line. I'd be like, fuck you, Rick Hunter. Fuck Robotech. I want to play this knack. But so far, uh, it's actually it's it's not bad. Um, it's uh, you have like a punch and a kick now and you can like you can you can vary them um you can uh use what was it like r1 uh to immediately go back to like small knack and then press r1 again as long as your relics are near you and you grow right back up um that's helpful so they you know use that for platforming and things like that so you you'll get to a section where it's small platform so you know you have to shrink down and then jump back up and by the time you get to the taller platform you just r1 again and boop your your big knack again they do a like combat leveling system almost like a skill tree type deal so it looks like there's night two is deep yeah it looks like there's four different parts to the skill tree and you know as you fill up the the first one you'll unlock the second one so the first one gosh i don't even remember i think it was just combat and then the next one was strength and so i'll have to see what the 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 other ones are don't bother that's all you need combat and strength never get defense (laughs) yeah no dexterity Uh, no intelligence no luck nothing just combat and strength put all your put, put all your points in those two they, they took away the uh, the super moves. Um, you don't have those those super moves. You can uh, basically you'll get to certain parts and like this giant like orangish reddish crystal will pop up and you can break it and it's basically like a Super Mario star. So you'll be invincible for a, a small Aku, amount of time. Aku Aku mask. Mm-hmm. And the Ooga-booga. the. Sun stones are still in there, but they basically just act as like a um, like a shield uh, to your health bar, basically now. So, um, but we're we're going through that. We didn't. We only got like a chapter or two in. Uh, I I don't know if it was because I we had started playing it. Um, at the point where you know the game installs and says it's ready to play, and then it's still installing the rest. I don't know if it's because we started playing it while it was doing that, and it finished installing while we were playing. But I got to a certain point where uh, I went through this um, walkway in this cave, and nothing happened. And I kept going, and then it was just literally the scenery, and I could like move the camera but I couldn't see my character or anything. Yeah. That sounds like uh, the nightmares I have every night, Brian. Thank you for breaking everything. Yeah. You crossed over into (laughs) a neck. Exactly Uh, what I dream at night. It's just me walking into nothing else and the camera gets stuck. And I reloaded the scene and tried it again. And the, and I mean the same, the same thing happened. Uh, Like I could walk to the, this time I could walk to the end of the hallway and I was like, well, I can't, like walk in there for some reason it's all it's all open i can see it and i jumped and still it went back to that first view where i could see like these things in the foreground and background and move around but nothing was happening so i had to back out and boot back in and it it was a cutscene that wouldn't trigger um 
But other than that, hadn't really experienced any weird glitches or anything. Um, and this one didn't give me the the option. I guess they didn't optimize this like they did the first NAC because told y'all last week how it had uh, performance or frame rate modes that you could choose from. This one doesn't give me that option. That's weird. So, no, NAC 2 is too advanced. You can't get those options. It's, it would totally break your console. It's already perfect. It. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 as Richard said, it's already perfect. You get those pixelated effects already. You got your, your skill tree where you just build strength and... Um, Combat. Special, combat, that's it. That's all you need. <laughs> that's uh, that's you got about the gym, it. You got the Jim Ryan face every time you go to the defense <laughs> side. It's like, what, who, who, who would build defense? Who would use these? Who, who would play this on PS5? Defense. What are you, the Seahawks of uh, Knack? <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which, are you, are you playing on uh, your PS4 still, or are you playing it on PS5? Nah, every everything uh, that I've been playing as far as PS4 games have all been on PS5. I was gonna say, have you like switched over? Because that seems like what I've done. Unless I'm gonna play something on VR, I've still got the VR hooked up to the PS4 Pro. So I just yeah. wondered if that was everybody else's case. I, I see Cesar put up stuff that says PS5 shared. That's a PS4 game. So mm-hmm. I just wondered how you how you were operating, Brant. I'm 100% uh, PS5, even with VR. Even with yes. VR. At some point, I'll move my VR over to that too because yeah. it's it seems like no matter what you throw at it, uh, even if they haven't 100% given it an update or optimization, it's just going to perform better on the PS5. Yeah. So, might as well. Right. I, I needed those 90 frames per second for my uh, Truth and Blood. Truth, truth and Blood. Lies. That's yeah. I need to get back blood into and Blood and Truth. And True lies. <laughs> And that, True that's, lies what and blood. that's what I'm looking for, you know, because you, you said when I was playing it, you were like, just wait, wait a couple weeks until you get that PS5. You'll get those 90 frames a second. So I, I, I'd like to see it now that now that I have a PS5. But uh, yeah, that was uh, that's everything I played this weekend. What about you, Cesar? Uh, I mean, Richard knows what I played. I, I fired up. Um, I can't sit there and play visual novels all day. It's tough to articulate how those go. I mean, I beat Robotic Notes, and I can go into more details about how that planned out. And so uh, I will shortly, but I, I did pop in uh, Dirt uh, Cinco uh, on the PS Cinco. And uh, I'm trying to figure out another <laughs> way to throw Cinco in there. Um, I'm sure you have a Bravia Cinco. <laughs> but um, I did pop it in there, and... Uh, and played it. And played it. it it's uh, it's pretty good, man. It, it gives you um, as soon as it, all right. The only bad thing about it is like this new generation of games is even more problematic with the me waiting around for shit to download. So it's like I had to sit there and install forty. It, this one was different. This one it downloaded two gig update, then it downloaded forty gigs, and then it proceeded to install fifty gigs or thirty gigs from my disk, and then installed instead of doing it the other way around, which is usually the disk and then do the download. So Weird. I had to sit there and like, okay, I'm just gonna watch something on tv or something like that until this is done whatever it is what it is i i don't know i'm not even complaining about it so as soon as you fire it up you have to create a profile and then ask you what you want to do for uh like uh your visuals and so from there you can choose um if you favor resolution uh a balance between the two or if you favor frame uh frame rate so the first thing i did is i, I did frame rate and it jumped it up to 120 frames per second and uh i did the beginning race where kind of like a it's always at i don't think it doesn't it does no it, it does do it in a forza uh, horizon where it does it give that big beginning race like you have to do this this is like 
your basics. Uh, like this is how the game plays. Real thing. Yeah. Yeah, and you have these guys doing a podcast screaming in your ear as I go through. It's like I don't really need this, but whatever. Because we do Wait, this every week already. Right? I, I wish. Uh, it was. I don't know, man. They have really bad jokes in there, and it's not. They're like they're trying to be punny, and it's not punny at all. But hi, um, oh, <laughs> it is us. Out. I looked it up. I was like, oh shit, it is us. No, but um, so I fired. Who would listen the, to this? <laughs> Jim Ryan's back there. Like, Damn it, Jim Ryan, get out of here, man. Let us have fun with something. Um, we like old stuff. Get off our backs. It's like the president of uh, the president of unfun thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no fun for you. Break, brace copies of Grand Tourism on my face. You don't need this. I got Grand Tourism 7 coming out. You want to play this. I'm like, all right, win. But um, I did do the higher 120 frames for uh, the frame rate, and it does take a hit in quality. Um, it doesn't – it looks the, – the shading the, the shading on the character on the vehicle models is, like, a little bit more plain. It's very noticeable, but it is fucking butter smooth. It is uh, – it's night and day because I, I kind of flipped back to higher resolution, and I think I came across one of the stages because like this is how this game works. It gives you different vehicles, so it's like you you'll have like a regular like dirt dirt road vehicle on one level, and then you'll have like a some a vehicle that looks like a fucking tractor, another Sounds one. And it's like motor storm. Yeah, it kind of goes through and it forces you to do a different vehicle for each different festival. As you go through the festivals, you get three checkpoints in there, and it gives you uh, like three tokens. Those tokens add up to you go to the end levels where you can do like these special uh, festival type races to complete that level and moving on to the next stage. And for that next stage, you're able to collect um, different sponsors and each sponsor gives you different abilities. So if you win enough races, you get more money, you get more experience. It just all depends. You can you can do different sponsors. I think the, the first sponsor in there was Codemasters, which is the developer of the game. When you unlock everything and it gives you two sponsors you can choose from, That's which are, believe it or not, are fucking sponsors for real. Like you can choose AMD. I'm like, great. And then... Um, <laughs> I forgot what the other one was. It was some other corporate uh, sponsor, too. Like Tyson's a legit chicken. All right, it's Tyson's Chicken or KFC. Let's go with KFC. Okay. Uh, so it gave, and you could choose KFC. But um, not not real. But um, as I go through, and I've noticed, like, there was a level where I had the fucking tractor, and I went through and did the higher resolution. Man, that fucking, each vehicle feels differently, and that tractor-based one is a lot, a lot of power, and the handling is uh, off. That fucking HDR and the darkness in there, it looks great. But I don't know if I was hitting fucking pebbles or some shit like that because I would fly up in the air and then fly over to the other thing and I'd be dead last and I'd never catch up again. I'm like, fuck this. And I was like, holy I went, shit. I went to 120 frames per second with the lower graphics fidelity and I was able not to hit fucking every little thing in there. It's like you hit one little rock and it's flying you off the cliff. I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't even know what to do. I'm just flying up. I'm like, all right, there I go. I'm like, I'm going from first and I come back down to the 16th place and I'm like, I never could get back to first again. I'm like, fuck how does that happen? I, I don't know, man. That, that was some of the most frustrating gameplay I ever had. I was like, I had to put, I had to turn down the graphics, man. I didn't turn up the graphics. I had to turn down the graphics so I can get through it. Tighten but, uh, up the graphics. Yeah, I had to loosen up the graphics. Uh, I had to turn left of that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty good. I mean, it has that mix of uh, um, Forza Horizon and Forza uh, where you get that, um, that colorful Forza Horizon where it's like everything's a festival. It's like, fucking 1980s all over the place you get like every neon color ever made it's like i had to look again make sure i didn't have a copy of rage 2 in there um it was like there's colors everywhere but it's like uh, some of the turns are not forgiving so it's like me hitting those sticks to do like uh multiple times to get a, to get a perfect drift going and um the rumble on there is great uh as you go through different terrains like ice snow dirt puddles and the rain it, you feel all that in the controller 
Um, you feel that feedback in the, the triggers as you go through where it fights you back sometimes, depending on the terrain you're going across. Um, there's a lot that they got in there that, that does right. I think I put maybe about uh, two hours into it to get through the first level, uh, which is I completed every race, every type of vehicle, and it, it, each one's kind of short. Um, the story's kind of ho-hum. It's like, oh, it's they try to be like that uh, Forza Horizon, like, oh, you got to get to the next stage, and you got to be the best, and blah, 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 where it tries to talk to you up and like, yeah, but don't piss off other drivers, but nobody really cares. Everybody's just fucking trying to make it to the end. So it's like, um, and as as it does, you'll see the difficulty getting as you go through the different festivals uh, or different races and different laps, you'll have more vehicles to kind of follow you more closely, and you'll get second and third more easily. And then from that point, it's when you buy the additional vehicles with a higher uh, handling, higher uh, speed, and those are rated by S, A, or B rankings, depending on that, and you just do all based off those, man. But yeah, I, I played that, and uh, I'll give it a go. I think I'll keep going with it. It's, uh, I, I'm a connoisseur of racing games. I, I just want something that fucking plays like Ridge Racer. I'll never find it, because I just want Ridge Racer 8. That's all I want. I just want Ridge Racer 8. But, uh, I, so that's my, that's my quest. I'm like the fucking, um, <laughs> if you made a TV show, that's just me. My quest <laughs> to play games to find the next Ridge Racer 8. But, um, I have Project Cars 3 looking at me right here, and I'm like, please, it's like, please play me. They say I'm like Ridge, Ra- Ridge uh, Racer 8. Please play me. But um, I don't know, maybe one day. But uh, yeah, the other thing is I ended up finishing um, Robotic Notes. Uh, I think I ended up with a 60 hours in that game. So it's visual novels are kind of hard to describe because it always gives you, um, it's, it's all story-based. Uh, the gameplay is, and then usually depending on which one you play, sometimes they can extend gameplay depending on certain areas, kind of like uh, to like Phoenix Wright, where you have to check areas to progress from the story. And then sometimes it's just you have to hurt... Uh, do certain flags in there, uh, which is kind of like this one, where you have to do talk to certain characters at certain times to advance the story. So to make a long story short, I've mentioned this many times before. This is a, a group of high school kids that are uh, have a robot club in high school, who their dream is to build a a, a basically like a Gundam type thing. And so from there, um, uh, they're just trying to accomplish this goal. That's something that's been set nine years prior from. They're when the club originated from when uh, the main uh, from the, the main character, her like her sister, uh, Miss Ine, she was the one who started the club and she went on with her life and went into robotics and like an exoskeleton thing and blah, blah, blah. So like as you go through it, you you've, uh, as they're, they're building these robots and they're trying to build them, you see like uh, there's a the main character in this uh, series is he's um he's getting kind of pulled to a different direction where he's finding these uh, reports called the co Kimijo reports, which rule of, uh, and I mentioned this before, which talks about the solar flares and everything. It talks about the end of the world and the committee at 300 and the Illuminati. They're trying to control everything behind the scenes. And as you go through, as you get to the end of the game, you figure out that um, as he as he goes through it, he's finding these reports. And the reports, when he got to this number six, is like when you find report seven, it will re- release these reports throughout the world and let everybody know this evil organization that's doing things. And so you come to find out that all this is according to this uh, Ko Kimiji guy's plan. He was a, he was actually part of the committee the whole time. He tricks you into releasing these reports, and it's all part of like a brainwashing tactic. And so you come to find out that um, he died uh, ten years previously because he died for. I'm not going to go into this. This will get very convoluted if I go into what if I go into all of it. So he died. He doesn't exist anymore, but apparently he's working in the background because he he took this technology they had in ScienceGate where they can take your memories and then transplant it. That's how they used to do the time machine and transport you in the past. So he figured out a way to use those uh, memories and upload it to the cloud online. So it's like he's basically like fucking ghost in the shell. So he's he's dead, 
but he he uploaded his uh, personality and his uh, persona on the internet. So that's how he's still alive, and he's still trying to pull, pull off his plan where he's trying to destroy the world. And so you, you get tricked into this whole thing where these uh, students are have to build this actual Gundam and to have an actual battle at the end and try to save the world as because what he was going to end up doing was shooting a rocket into space, which had a black hole bomb that was created by CERN, which was uh, one of the villains from the Sign Gates games. And they were going to explode it in the, in the atmosphere to open up a hole in the atmosphere for the solar flares to come through and kill 5 billion people. That was the plan. So you were on this clock to try to beat this rocket and try to destroy the robot in front of him that was protecting it. So, I mean, that's pretty much how it ended up. So you end up saving the world this way. And then I'm on to the second game, which takes place six months afterwards. And you have uh, Daru, who's just a character from Steins Gate, who shows up on the island is kind of helping them out. He he kind of reappears somehow. Uh, Ko Kimijo that, uh, from the first game reappears, and he's like, he's bugged. It's, it's a little weird because it's like he's doing a bunch of perverted stuff now. So uh, he's not like his regular self like he was in the first game. But yeah, I mean, that, that that's pretty much it. Uh, I've probably got like 10 hours in that. Uh, outside of my random bullshit wherever I feel like firing up a PS3 and playing every fighting game or every brawler game ever made on there for There's whatever fucking reason. So, um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I played this week. I can't think of anything else. Yeah, that was it. Alright, that's it for us. Uh, next week, I know there's a Resident Evil Village uh, breakdown by uh, Brittany Brombacher tomorrow, uh, January 21st, as of recording today. So I'm sure we'll be discussing Resident Evil Village next week. They say there's going to be some surprises. I think we talked in the pre-show about those old Resident Evils maybe coming back. So we'll have a lot more news next week. Has anybody else got anything to add before we get out of here? No, I want to know if anybody's interested in robotic notes and doesn't want to play the game. Uh, the anime is really fucking good. So. Does it follow the same plot line? Yes. Cool. Yeah, the same the same thing with the Steins Gate anime. Same thing with the Chaos Child and Chaos Head animes. Usually with those games, they have an anime adaptation that does a pretty good job following everything. Very cool. Your visual novel tip of the week slash anime tip of the week. Uh, thank you guys for joining us this week, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. See you. Adios. Do 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 do.